Hi, I'm Ariana Jones. And I'm Julie Gapke. And this is Justice, That's, That's the, the Business, business We're In. in. Uh, this Michigan-based podcast focuses on civil rights and cases from the perspective of attorney Julie Gafke and her law firm. Attorney Gafke specializes in discrimination cases. This is a podcast for those who are interested in learning more about the law, current events, and the way in which they affect our communities in everyday life. So we are going to start out with some current events. Um, and right now, a lot is going on in our country, um, but one thing that has been sticking out to us is with the mask mandates and vaccination rates, um, specifically in the United States. So recently in Michigan, um, well, across the United States, but they've made the decision, they've left the decision up to specific schools um, individually to make their decision on whether or not they want um, school districts and colleges and universities to wear masks or be vaccinated. Um, but why, one thing to keep in mind is that while the vaccine is highly um, accessible for people in the United States, those who are under the age of 12 are not yet allowed to get it. Um, and again, those are the um, children who are in school from, I think 12th, age 12 is about sixth grade. So, um, through K through sixth grade, they are not allowed to get the vaccine yet. So that is a lot of children at risk right now, especially with the Delta variant. Um, so a lot of parents and guardians have been having um, heated discussions uh, with health officials, um, communicating with school, uh, school board members, and voicing their opinions on whether or not they think that their children should be wearing masks or not wearing masks in everyday life. So, um, Julie, would you like to share an interesting story that has been taking place specifically in Michigan? Well, right, right here in Michigan, actually in Genesee County, that's where Flint, Michigan is located. There actually were death threats made to health officials there after issuing a mask mandate requiring K through six students, teachers and staff to wear masks. A pair of Genesee County health officials had their lives actually threatened this week after instituting the mask mandate, and um, it made national news. And it was it was quite sad that somebody actually threatened officials because officials wanted to keep students safe, staff safe, and wanted to require masks and orders for everybody to. Um, be less likely to get this Delta variant. So, you know, right now, Ariana, as we're recording this episode, Michigan still currently has 2,224 confirmed total cases in one day, according to Michigan.gov. Yes, and I think that this is my opinion right here, but I think that one reason that um, the United States is struggling with the amount of COVID cases that we're getting is because of the type of culture that we live in. So what I mean by this is that the United States, Americans are very individualistic. So um, we think about ourselves a lot and not as a collective group. Um, and I think that's one, re one reason why the cases have been so high. So Within individualistic um, cultures, there's an emphasis on independence and our individual experiences and rights. So some examples within this pandemic since 2020 
is um, not wearing masks or wearing them correctly because they feel uncomfortable um, and or purposefully not maintaining six feet distance or not getting vaccinated if they are able to. Um, as of right now, about six, uh, 60%, 60.3 exactly um, of Michiganders are vaccinated right now and I think um, some cultures who are more um, collective are doing a little bit a little better with COVID um, because they're thinking of a whole group instead of just ourselves and I think that's one thing that will help us get through this pandemic is if we think about um, the group instead of just ourselves that that is so important Ariana and our constitutional rights are important. Our individual rights are important in this country. And I stand behind every American having those constitutional rights and individual rights. Um, unfortunately, some people have been using the Constitution as a sword against wearing masks, against getting vaccinated or being required to be vaccinated. So really the hot topic legally for me for the day on COVID-19 and vaccination and masks is, is it a constitutional right not to be required to be vaccinated if you want to work somewhere, for instance? Is it a constitutional right not to be required to wear a mask if you have to go into a store, if you have to go out to eat, or want to go out to eat or if you're sitting in a classroom i think the short answer is no you don't have a constitutional right not to be vaccinated if your employer requires it you have a choice not to work for that employer the short answer for masks is you don't have a constitutional right not to wear a mask you don't have a constitutional right to put others at risk if the health department, for instance, has said that if you go to school in a public school setting or if you go to a restaurant or if you go to the movies, you need to wear a mask. You have a choice. Don't go to a public school. Go to school online. Don't go to the store. Have your groceries delivered. Don't go to the movies. Watch a movie at home. There's many choices. So um, that's the short answer. But do, do you want to, we should probably talk first. One big deal is um, employers requiring the COVID-19 vaccine. Um, so let's talk about some of the legal issues surrounding that. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's pretty well, well settled now as we sit here in September of 2021. There's been hundreds of cases that have challenged circumstances where employers are saying we want to make sure that there's a healthy workplace we want to make sure that our customers our patients are healthy so we're going to require employees to show proof of vaccination um, and those court decisions have been upholding the employer's right to require proof of vaccination in order to continue employment so on May 28, 2021, the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission said that employers can require employees to be vaccinated against COVID-19, but there are two exceptions that have been routinely accepted, and the EEOC, the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, has said 
that there are two exceptions that must be given. One, in the event that there is a disability, for instance, where an employee cannot medically get a vaccination and a doctor can certify or a medical professional can certify that the individual cannot get a vaccination due to his or her disability. The next reason that is accepted is if somebody has a sincere religious belief that precludes vaccinations. Under those circumstances, an employer can't mandate or require that the employee get a vaccination. So what's interesting, um, back in April of this year, 2021, a hospital actually in Texas, um, the chief physician executive of Houston Methodist required all credentialed medical staff to get the vaccine or be terminated. 116 employees challenged that hospital decision and they brought it to court. And uh, in June of 2021, the court sided with the hospital and said that the employees could be required to get vaccinated or be fired. Um, the court said this wasn't coercion, that the hospital was trying to do their business of saving lives without giving um, patients and other employees COVID-19 and making sure it didn't get spread. Basically, it's a choice, the court said, um, for staff. They can continue to work there or they, they don't have to work there. Uh, what do you think about that, Ariana? I kind of think it's ironic that you're working in the healthcare field and then you don't even believe in the science like if you don't how how can you effectively work in an area if you don't even believe in what you're doing um and i think it speaks volumes when people who are in the healthcare field are like i don't believe in vaccination i don't believe in this and that i'm like but it's maybe maybe that was not the profession you should have gone into um and again it all it always goes back to the individualistic view like people we had to think outside of ourselves and even like in a hospital setting, they have precautions. Um, they've always worn masks in, um, in the hospital and they take precautions to make sure that they don't spread different um, illnesses throughout the building. So how is this any different? Um, so I, I don't think that they're wrong in, you know, firing them for not complying with basic basic things such as a vaccine and I think one thing to know is that the reason that we don't have um, diseases such as um, mumps and polio is because of vaccinations uh, sorry because of vaccines and because they're eradicated because people got the vaccine um, so I think that's another thing to keep in mind eventually things might be able to go back to some form of normalcy if most of the population is vaccinated? Well, you make a great point about hospitals. You know, that's, you wanna make sure that hospital employees are vaccinated. You don't want, especially hospital employees, spreading COVID-19. But what about under other industries? What do you think about un other industries? Um, even with, I'm thinking, I'm a recent grad, a, re a recent college grad, and I'm just thinking about 
the closeness that like students are in within the classroom they're very close to their professors um, and students within the building so everyone's in very close proximity so I would think I I would be kind of nervous if I was on on campus this semester and I knew like they weren't a lot of people weren't vaccinated um, or that they didn't believe in like wearing masks because like you're spreading stuff that's how stuff easily gets spread um but i think this applies to any field i think that's um another reason why a lot of people are still working from home because you don't have to have that extra anxiety of like oh what if i catch this or what oh i have a cough like maybe maybe i have covid so i i think it will give a lot of people peace of mind and soothe their anxiety with the knowledge that um that their um, co-workers and classmates are vaccinated. And one thing to note is that even with the Delta variant, um, people, vaccinated people are getting COVID. They're not, um, be, um, it's not as deadly when you have the vaccine, but you can still get it uh, with this new variant. And new variants are um, occurring um, quite frequently. I think I just saw an article saying there was a new one called Mu. Um, MU. So yeah. Well, I I saw in an article about Walt Disney World and how they're really leading the charge and having employers make sure that employees are responsible and getting the vaccination. Um, they required all their salaried and non-union employees to be fully vaccinated or to lose his or her job if they chose not to get vaccinated. Um, so it's interesting because, you know, Walt Disney World is in Florida. <laughs> and actually, um, in July of this year, Florida actually passed a law. Um, and this, this doesn't relate to employees, but it's an interesting side note here. But it actually passed a law that said that businesses, schools, and the government could not require patrons to show proof of vaccination in order to have access. So they, they actually refused, they actually have a law that says you can't require that um, people who patronize your business are vaccinated. Unlike you hear about New York, for instance, that they're opening up the theaters again, but in order to be able to buy a ticket and sit in the theater, you have to show proof of vaccination. Makes sense, right? Yeah. Florida's actually doing the opposite. <laughs> they are actually saying you can't require businesses to require customers to show proof of vaccination to gain access. One comment that I have is it's mine boggling to me that people are paying to get fake vaccination cards when the vaccine is free like right it, absolutely what are you doing <laughs> it's crazy I, <laughs> it, it's crazy like it may if obviously if all of these world leaders are getting the vaccine and promoting it um it's time that you also get vaccinated um if you have the if you if you have the ability to get vaccinated and think about the collective um, 
and thinking about your family members and things like that. Um, well, as a recent college grad, um, there's been a lot of discussion about campuses who are requiring vaccinations. What are your thoughts about that? Um, I think uh, I think it's important that college students get vaccinated because, especially with living on campus, I think that all of the students, honestly, I think everyone should be getting vaccinated. Um, whoever steps foot on that campus, but especially those who live on the campus because those you're rooming with three to five people and you're in very close quarters. So if one person gets it in your room, the chances of another person getting it is extremely high. So in Michigan, there's several universities and colleges who have are, who are requiring vaccinations in order to, to be on campus, aren't there? Yeah. What are some examples that you've heard? A couple universities or colleges in Michigan that are requiring um, vaccination as of right now is um, Albion College, um, Grand Valley State University, Lawrence Tech, not uh, um, Lawrence Tech, um, Michigan State University, Oakland University, um, University of Detroit Mercy. Um, and then all of the University of Michigan um, campuses are also uh, requiring vaccination in, in addition to Wayne State University. Uh, my university is not requiring it um, as of right now. Um, but yeah, those are a few. And I was actually quite shocked with some of the schools on this list because some of them are smaller colleges. So I didn't, I, I'm, I'm, it was a happy shock. Like I'm, I'm, good. I'm glad that they're getting, um, that they're forcing their students to get vaccinated. Um, so you did mention Western Michigan University. I don't think it has a, a requirement that all students be vaccinated. However, I understand from reading a recent United States District Court case that the athletic director did send out a message to the entire athletic department saying that all athletes and members of the department needed proof of vaccination uh, by August 31st of this year. There were four soccer players apparently who wanted to be excluded from that requirement based on religious beliefs. Um, apparently the school did not accept that exemption for these four students so they brought a lawsuit and actually the district court has granted a temporary restraining order and in a in um actually this week tomorrow september 9th the judge will decide whether a preliminary injunction should be entered uh, which says that the students don't have to get vaccination um, in order to continue with athletics and the playing soccer i mean Religion, if it's if there is a sincere religious belief that the student can show in this case, that may be reasonable. Um, it, you know, just like we talked about earlier, if somebody does have a medical condition, um, there should be exemptions under those types of circumstances as well. So it's not a blanket requirement. I mean, there are certain exemptions that can be made for health and religion. But but I think it's reasonable for the university or business or whatever 
is involved to be able to get the certification or the proof that, and not just have somebody say, you know, I have this religious belief. Yeah, and one thing to keep in mind is it's not just college students. It's professional sports as well. Um, Like the NFL um, is one group. I know that one, I think I saw an article saying something about Cam Newton um, not wanting to get the uh, vaccine and his coach saying, well, you need it by this date or, you know, you won't be playing. So I, um, that, that was also interesting. Um, so, yeah. Well, we've taken up a lot of time talking about vaccines and we probably could talk about vaccines for um, another hour, but, but we won't, we won't do that. But let's let's talk about the other hot topic, and that's relating to COVID nineteen, and that's mask mandates. Um, what what are your thoughts about that? Um, so first, I would like to say that we should not be comparing wearing a mask to being muzzled. Um, they are completely different. We wear masks for protection. Um, this situation this pandemic is not about ourselves this is a collective effort to combat COVID-19 and just because we're tired of the pandemic does not mean that it's over Um, and it will be over when people take the pandemic seriously gain some empathy get vaccinated and consistently wear their masks in public places Um, furthermore the comparison of wearing masks to enslaved people forcibly Uh, being forcibly, um, sorry, being forced to wear masks is completely different. And it is tone deaf for a number of reasons. Um, Slaves were forced to wear masks as a form of punishment. And they, those masks were locked onto their faces so they could not eat or drink. Um, And they were also made out of metal. Um, So this was just a form of torture. Um, and I recommend to check out the TikToker. Her name is Sunny, and her TikTok is at uh, Pharaoh Neferiti, um, and she does an excellent job of explaining um, the differences. How this is not this is not a form of being taken advantage of. This this you can't compare the two. They're completely different, um, and it's it's crazy how certain groups of people like when they're told what to do they're like wow i'm being oppressed like that is not what being oppressed is that is not oppression um so yeah that you you don't have the constitutional right to put others in harm's way you just don't um and you don't have a constitutional right not to wear a mask in school or in public if if it's required um if the government decides that it's in the best interest of all, you have a choice. You don't have to go again. You don't have to go to the movies. You don't have to go to um, the grocery store. You don't have to go to public school in order to get an education. There's there's great alternatives out there for getting an education, and homeschooling is always an option, and you don't have to wear a mask in your own home. Um, that brings me to, there was another court case, actually out of the U.S. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Sixth Circuit recently decided a case involving a challenge to the mask mandate in Michigan when it was in place. It's 
it's no longer in place, but the case decided the issue because it could arise again. Um, after the Department of Health and Human Services issued its mask mandate that all persons five years of age and older must wear a mask in indoor public settings, including while attending public and private schools, a Catholic school in Lansing, Michigan, um, challenged it um, through a lawsuit, arguing that it violated their free religion, equal protection, and substantive due process rights under the U.S. Constitution. Um, the court, however, said that the orders, um, the mask mandate, was rationally related to a legitimate government interest. Um, the court said that there was a legitimate state interest in controlling the spread of COVID-19 in Michigan, um, that there was ample evidence that require, requiring masks in the school setting minimized the spread of COVID-19, um, and so it did not violate the Constitution to require it. Um, Interestingly, though, Ariana, there, you know, even though the mask mandate, I don't like wearing a mask. I mean, I, I get it, but I was so happy when I was fully vaccinated that um, I could go into Meyer and not wear a mask. Although, you know, now I second guess whether I should do that. Maybe I should be wearing a mask because this Delta variant seems uh, like it's not going away. And there are individuals who have COVID who get who are getting COVID-19 who are fully vaccinated. Now they're talking about needing a booster. Um, you're right. It would be nice to see an end to this. But, you know, these mask mandates, they always allow for, for exemptions, you know. I mean, if you're under five, you're exempt. If you can't medically tolerate a, fast, a face mask, you're exempt. You can eat and drink without your face mask. Um... If you're exercising, you don't need a face mask on. If you're outside or if you're inside and within, you know, if you're not within six feet of another person, when you're swimming, um, when you're getting medical or personal care services, um, you know, in religious services, you don't have to wear a mask during religious services. Frankly, religion, religious services have been excluded from the COVID-19 emergency orders early on and later with the Department of Health and Human Services, they've always been excluded. Now, fortunately, um, many churches have chose to follow um, the guidelines, but, you know, there are these exemptions, so it's, you know, there are ways that people don't have to wear a mask um, when there's mandates as well. One thing that I've noticed within the last couple of weeks is like when I'm going to grocery stores or just other stores, like I was in Barnes & Noble the other day and they have signs that say, uh, we rec we highly recommend that you wear a mask, but you don't have to. Um, but then I noticed that like a lot of the workers are wearing their masks. So I'm like, I, I still wear my mask because like I'm high risk and I'm around my grandparents a lot so I want to make sure that I'm not spreading anything but it's it's 
I think it speaks volumes when corporations are like, maybe you guys should wear your mask. Again, obviously, like, we can't force you to in this setting, but we recommend it. Um, and, and those signs have changed because a month ago, two months ago, the signs were, if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear your mask. Um, we ask that if you're not vaccinated, you wear a mask. So, unfortunately, it's not going away as soon as everybody would like it to. Um, probably a lot of that has to be attributed to the fact that we didn't get to the 70% by July 4th. Um, and we should be close to, you know, 80, 90% with the accessibility of the vaccination. I mean, it's so accessible and nobody has to pay for it. Mm -hmm. It's, you know... I think they'll practically go to your home if you call them and, and say, I, I don't have a vaccination, but I need or want one. I think the health department probably would go to you. I mean, it's just so accessible. Everywhere you go, you see signs that there's COVID-19 vaccination available, whether it be Rite Aid, Meyer, Walmart, um, your local health departments, universities are getting yeah. it out. Right. Just... Universities. I mean, you go to the football field, Ford Field in Detroit, Michigan had, you know, a, a huge vaccination clinic. So we're very fortunate in this country. Unfortunately, people have looked a gift horse in the mouth. They've chosen to not believe that this is real, and now we're in this pickle. I mean, it's very frustrating. ICU beds are full. There's not enough beds. I, it's it's crazy. And then a lot of people who actually like need help in other ways besides, you know, um, having COVID, can't get into hospitals because there's no room. Um, and I. It's crazy. So hopefully things will get better um, and people will take getting vaccinated uh, more serious um, soon. I hope. <laughs> it's like we've been in here almost two years. <laughs> I was like, I hope. Yeah. It's yes, I agree. To wrap things up, we are going to give a couple reasons on why you should get the vaccine. So it protects you from getting the virus. Um, and having bad symptoms if you do get the virus um, and it protects those who are around us and if we are all vaccinated it reduces the spread of the virus and it's just courteous you know again the theme of this episode is you know think outside of yourself it's not about you it's about all of us um, it's about the what, collective good what is the most important thing what is best for the group um, and um, the more the more that people are vaccinated, uh, the closer we are to again a sense of normalcy. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, thank you so much for tuning into our second episode, and I'm excited to do some more. Yeah, thank you, everyone.